Welcome to The Ordinary Pastor, where we dive into ordinary pastors and their everyday conversations. You're back with Rach Bedell, and I'm here with JP Trollio. So good to be back with everyone. Hope you all are doing well. And we're here today to talk more about the teams, teams that are built, teams that pastors build in their church. I know we've talked a lot about how to build the team, kind of once you already have the team put together, the people on the team. But today, we're going to talk a lot about essentially picking your team. Yeah. And what that looks like. And I think one of the things we've talked about is picking over character and not gifting. I think that's like can be really vague. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that like, even the gifting of like not trying to be so focused on maybe, I don't, maybe I'm speaking too freely, but like maybe just not the person that is so prophetically spoken or that eyes are directly towards that, but it's more around the character of the person. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the midst of today, we just wanted to help um, specifically, we talked last week about like, the entire body's called, everyone's called to ministry. But when it comes to the leaders of churches, um, looking at maybe a model like co-vocational work, um, or just in your, if you are able to have staff, great, full-time staff, part-time staff. I think the hour today um, is really important for us to grab as leaders that gifting will only get us so far with people. Um, I, I actually am a believer that you can actually um, teach and train people to be better in their giftings. Um, we hear countless stories of testimonies of people that weren't able to do something, but because they were submitted to the Lord, uh, they submitted to the people around them that they were actually able to do things that they had never thought before. Um, I think of a, a mighty woman uh, that w- was unable to sing. She couldn't sing. Like was, I, I don't know. I don't want to say she was tone deaf because I don't think that's factual but I think like she could not sing but her character was so strong that the Lord found her fit to then go lead one of the most um, award-winning like choirs ever um, in the in the in the church world one of like a very influential choir and she she says a lot what I've heard from people is that like she was like I could not sing I couldn't I didn't know music but the Lord gave her gifting when the character, a.k.a. the heart, was in the right place. So I think for us as leaders, it's looking across the landscape going, I think in church, it was always like, who has the best resume? And and, and listen, in business and all that stuff, it works. Um, in the kingdom, I mean, if you own a business and you're just looking at resumes, I think as a business leader, you should get people in your environment for a week, and that should be their interview process. Well, I say when we interview, we... Yeah, because you're in the corporate world. Yeah, I'm in corporate world. We interview off of character. We're like, anything can be taught. I had no idea. I'm in food service. I literally had no idea to do, how to do anything that I was doing. And they say we're, we we hire off, off of character versus off of skill set. Because unless, nuts. obviously, unless you're a doctor or things like that, we can teach corporate we can teach marketing but it's yeah. really are you going to be a fit for our team yeah that's see that's fascinating I, we we didn't even talk about this beforehand it's like you can you can you can have people come with strong giftings but oftentimes we're seeing it just they don't it doesn't work well all the time but gifting can be taught and so in the church i think we have to we, instead of looking at resumes seeing who's who's been where and who's done what you know who's come out of certain schools or whatnot you guys can fill the gaps there like what does this person bring in in regards to their heart, 
and character always is revealed. It's not always revealed right at the forefront, but you get a good sense of someone's character pretty quickly when you get them around and you get them in your environment. And I think as church leaders, it's really important for us to look and go, the hours now where we really, yes, believe all people are called to this thing, but there are certain people that God's going to appoint to come up with you that their character needs to be very strong in the Lord. Um, probably the last year and a half, the the prophetic word, and, and I mean that we, we believe in the prophetic, we believe in words of knowledge um, at our church. Um, I'm not kidding you, Rachel, and uh, my Rachel will confirm this. I've had six people prophetically speak to, to me, call me, and say, like, the Lord is creating a Gideon's army amongst your church. Yeah. And every time they started that, prof- I knew where it was going. I was just like, <laughs> oh, here we go again. Because it's like... It's a bit. It's a bit of like a wow. That's really honoring. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of that. Like, okay, Lord. Like, all right. But if you it's know the st- if you know the story of Gideon's army, the the army was dwindled down from yeah. many 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 men to a few hundred strong, yeah. and it was all based off of how they drank water in a river. I'm paraphrasing the Bible. So um, it's like wow. That's really cool and sounds really cool in a Bible story. Until you like get that as a word, and you're like, "Oh snap! What are we doing? Like, we need hands. We need laborers." The word says, "Pray that the you know pray for the laborers. The harvest is plentiful." It's like we need all of that stuff to happen. But when it comes to like key people in the church, key people that are leading others, character really matters above anything else. I think when Gideon is there, God is looking for those men and saying like, "Who has the character to listen Mm -hmm. and to do the things that that I need them to do." And so character really matters more than gifting today. This may seem like a silly question, but what does that really mean? I think it's like, okay, that, yes, that makes sense. That character is over gifting, but I think it's like, what are there certain aspects? Are there certain things that you look for that maybe like shine brighter versus like, I think sometimes again, to your point, it's like sometimes a Bible, they look at your resume, like how hard does the person pray? Like what is Christian speak? Like all that stuff. But like, what is that character element to someone that's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to look for character, but what am I looking for? Yeah. Um, I think first and foremost, the indicator for me for when it comes to like seeing someone's character, um, uh, is, is simply this. When they walk into the room, um, how do they handle people in the room? Mm. And some people are like, well, that's a little bit of a broad stroke because some people are shy and some people are timid. And I get all that. Some people are introverts. I get it. I'm a believer that when you're sitting with Jesus and he's allowed to work on your heart, you can walk into environments and give every single person in that environment a, like the dignity that they deserve, which is yeah. a hello maybe a greeting. I get a little weird, anxious when it's like anxious in that word. I get a little bit like nervous when people walk in and they just sit down and they don't say hello to people. That's And so twofold, it's like, man, what's, what, what have you been doing? Mm-hmm. And two, like, it seems like you're just in your own world. Yeah. And that's a big indicator for me about like one of the, one of the, and this is just me. This is my experiences of being in leadership and seeing people is character. Um, it, that, that, that's an indicator of character, yeah. um, an indication of character that, that we constantly, um, are aware of, or I should say I'm aware of is, um, is the person that we are bringing in willing to build the vision that God has called the house to have. And I'm talking to church leaders, right? So you mm-hmm. church leaders, what the specific vision of the house is, is the is the individual willing to lay down their vision 
to take on the vision of what God's called the house to be. And what that shows me is that they've lived a life that understands the value of like sacrifice and not needing like promotion, not needing um, to be great. We're not against greatness. Hear me. Like I tell, I tell our staff, I want everybody to be great. But like mm-hmm. that idea of like, oh, I, I'm going to be able to do what I want to do, get into what I want to get yeah. into, create and build what I want, instead of going, no, I'm here to support, I'm here to build what God's already called this house to do. That's a big indicator when I talk to people. When I start talking to people and they're like, oh, I got, I got to come in and do this, I got this vision, and I'm just like, okay, hold on a second. Pump like, the brakes. Yeah, pump the brakes. And, you know, like maybe the Lord has given you some visions in your dreams, I believe that, but like, we got to work on some character stuff before that. I taught our staff not too long ago about the story, the passage in the scriptures where it says that, like, I'm paraphrasing again, don't judge me. Um, but basically, <laughs> Joseph could not have what he, get what he was told in his dreams until his character was developed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's in the Psalms, and it's like, I, I think there's a lot of us that are trying to do things God's called it, told us that we're going to do, but we don't have the character to back it. Yeah. So those are two examples. Yeah. I think character, we as we know, it's the private life. That stuff you can't see. I can't see what people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, five days out of the week, six days out of the week when no one's around, I, I can't see it. But the fruit always bears from it. Yeah. And it might not bear in a few interactions. It bears over time. Yeah. And you can start to put pieces like, okay, what's going What's going on here? What What are you doing in the private? Mm-hmm. And, and this all comes from, too, like, when I got saved, my the guy that discipled me, Lamores, he literally harped on me day in and day out for character. You know, I would show up five minutes past the hour for work when we worked together. Yeah. And I would just be in a huge, absolutely not. We don't do that. Like, that. we don't do this. And it seems like, whoa, hold on. That seems a little rigid and hard. But, like, it's like, no. Character would be like, I show up on time. I'm not the guy that's like 10 minutes early or else you're late, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's like... No, no, no. Why didn't you wake up on time? Yeah. Why didn't you get to work on time? What's going on the night before that you weren't prepared to get up mm. and do those things? Mm-hmm. It's doing the things that matter behind the scenes that nobody's watching and seeing. So, yeah. Well, one thing that you, when you're talking earlier about there's different kind of people, there's shy people and things like that. We, not to go back to corporate world, but I work with a lot of sales team and I had interns that did ride alongs with our sales team. And I had one person who's, he's very soft spoken, very quiet. And then the other one who's like the very stereotypical like sales person. Yeah. Loud. Loud. <laughs> and like, yeah, very yeah, funny, yeah, outgoing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And both of the interns were like, it was really cool to see two different people do the same job in their own separate way. Yeah. And so I think it's like, there's a really good blessing to have a different team that's mixed of so many different types of people to not only push yourself, but because there's going to be different people. Some people may not react well to that, like boisterous person versus they maybe need someone that's more soft-spoken. And so I think having that melting pot too, that it's like, okay, you're looking for character, but you're not looking for exact molds to fill. You're looking for a bunch of different people to fill up that team. Absolutely. I think it's a good point. I think if I can add to what you're saying, it's like, we're not looking for people to all act the same way in our staff. Yeah. We're not looking for yes, yes people. We're looking for people that build themselves up in the Lord, mm-hmm. commit their lives to what the Bible says and what the Bible teaches, sit under the word and the authority of Jesus and go like, I'm not nailing it, but I'm trying. Yeah. That to me is like the form of deep character. It's like, I'm not necessarily hitting it perfect on the mark. He doesn't ask for perfection. 
but he does, he is looking, I should say, and, and I believe leaders should be looking for people that go like, I, 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 I'm willing to, to do what God's called me to do. I'm willing to submit my life. I'm willing to maybe um, shut off the, the, the streaming service for a moment to, to like get into the word for a few more hours a day. I'm, I'm willing to maybe separate myself from some things in life because it's, it's taking more from my life than it's giving. Like it's those types of things that I think are the necessary things for us to be looking at leaders. Gifting, gosh, I, I know many gifted worship people, preachers. I know people that can preach the paint off the walls and I've been behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and like, I'm not, I'm not here to like judge them. Nothing like that. I actually think it was the Lord showing me and putting the fear of the Lord in me. Like, gifting will not be taken from people. He won't take the gifts. He says the gifts are irrevocable. But at the end of the day, it's like those gifts only last for so long when character's not there to, to, to sustain them. Mm. And the gifts will actually, like, put a lot of weight and pressure to keep up when the character's not matched, yeah. if not greater, to sustain the gifts that God's called yeah. you to have. Well, because then it's just purely out of acts too. Like you're like you're purely 100%. going from the acts, and that you can only sustain to your 100%. point for so long. Hundred percent. So I got to think as leaders today, like man, maybe you're looking at somebody and you're wondering, is this someone I could like bring into a new role, to like a new position, or hey, you're maybe hiring, you're looking to bring someone on. I would get them around your staff. I'd get them around your team. I'd give them a week. Get them in your room. Get them in the room, and you start as people begin to loosen up. In an environment, I mean that like in a nice way, like as they begin to not feel the pressure of an interview, I'm convinced you start to see like, hey, what's going on in these people? How do they respond to, to maybe a pressure moment? How do they respond to and interact with somebody that they're not necessarily like keen on or mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. How do they treat them? You know, those are the those are the intangibles. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, Awesome. Nailed it. Um, that like you don't get to see on a resume and you don't get to see just in gifting moments. Like, yeah. I, man, I, I've seen like going back to like the preachers, like I've seen a lot of guys preach really well. But that doesn't mean their 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 character strong, mm-hmm. you know, um, because you won't take the gifts away. And one thing that I think y'all do really well is open it up to those that are already on your team like it. I would say you and Rachel aren't always making this the decision. You're heavily involved, but always making the decision, decision like this exact person's coming on the team. You open it up to the rest of your pastoral team or people who are already on leadership totally. to say, hey, do you have any, like if you, we have a gap or even if we don't have a gap, like is there anyone that y'all are seeing that would be a good fit or would be that? Yeah. And we've done that for someone who's helping me a lot yeah. that's got added yeah. to the team. It's like, yeah. okay, her name kept coming up, but we didn't quite know exactly where to fit. And then she's fit perfectly into this role. Yeah. And I think it's not necessarily what she would normally say that she would be like doing. sign up yeah, for or totally. be like, if there was a job opportunity, totally. these wouldn't be necessarily her strengths. Not to say she's not great at it, but it, again, it's like her, her like actual, her character, her personality, all of those things are making this position thrive. So yeah. it's like, and the, the team is the people who are like lifting up her voice yeah. to the rate yeah. making it rise up to the top. Yeah. I would say uh to the leader, like if you're if you're maybe and I say alone, like maybe you have an elder team, maybe you have a board, maybe you're you know, you and your spouse are in it together. I think people get confirmed better when there's people looking around going, Yeah, we affirm this. Mm-hmm. 
We affirm this person. Like mm-hmm. we've seen this person interact. We've seen this person outside of the church walls. We've seen this person in a day-to-day setting. Like we affirm that they're strong, not their gifting. So I always say like, why, what makes them strong? When people come and bring names and they're like, we feel like this person's going to get called by God to, to step in. I go, well, why do you see that? Like, is it because they can handle, are they a high capacity person? Cause high capacity people are great. We need them. But like, that doesn't mean that they're necessarily got the character to, to go. What are the things that make this person, um, like, I don't want to say worth considering, but yeah, worth considering a position and yeah. positions are weird. Titles are weird. Hear me. But like, we need to put people in place to yeah. lead. You know, I think of like when Moses, what from his father-in-law, his father-in-law tells him, like, you got to break this group down, mm-hmm. and you got to f- appoint people, men that are going to be able to like lead these groups at a at a at a significant amount of people. Still, like, I can imagine this is a little bit of like me reading in. I'm not adding to the scriptures, but just the the amount of like <laughs> Moses had to be like, okay, what's this guy like? What's this person like? How can this person lead? Like, what's going on here? Like, I can imagine that pressure. But I think it was it was definitely like a moment for Moses to be like, okay, who can, who can, who has the character to handle this? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, leader. Here's a caveat: you're gonna swing and miss. <laughs> There's gonna be people you think are gonna be so strong and able and willing, and they got they, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, they they don't have it. They've been underdeveloped in some way, in some manner. Don't 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 become upset. Don't get weary. Don't don't quit like raising leaders. You know, help those people, but like know that that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But don't stop doing what you've been called to do by looking for character in people, and yeah. don't believe, don't stop believing the best in people. Um, but just do what I'm getting at is like do our best to not just be like, wow, they're really gifted, so we got to give them a position. Yeah. No, I think of people in our church right now um, that like have sought the Lord for the you know in the private for so many so many years that are now getting highlighted and elevated in yeah. our church. That to be frank, I don't know if I would have saw them as like super gifted, quote unquote, people. But mm-hmm. man, their character's strong. Yeah, and I think we can go places because of the characters in, in in those people. So yeah, definitely. And just the last thing that too is like the character is really important because you're putting there are titles and positions, and so you're entrusting the rest of your body with them yes. as well. And so to that point, like if they could be really gifted, but if they don't have that human element as well, yeah. it's just that like to be able to have that character, have that perspective of being able to go talk to the person and whatever their position may be, that there's no role below someone that they're able to do anything. I think I said this last week too, is it's like our pastors go and set up chairs. And I think that just helps, I don't want to say even the playing field or well, whatever, no, but like, like there's just yeah. like respect then there's mutual respect I, for each I other. Had, if I had pastors on our staff that weren't willing to go set up chairs, I go. And it's mm-hmm. not because we want to prove something. It's like, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. You know, in sports, you know, it's you teams. and I can relate like character. Character was always the <laughs> thing talked about on like teams, but it's true. It's like characters being the first guy in the building and the last guy out of the building. Character is doing the extra training sessions when no one's around. Character is doing the doing the rehab when you didn't want to show up early. I don't know if you had to. Oh yeah. Like you you, oh, you know yeah. like you had to show up early to do the rehab before the practice and post the practice and our coaches would harp. Character's doing the schoolwork. Character's like and it's like constantly like hearing that word and it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's doing the things that nobody else sees because you believe in what you're doing it for. Yeah. And I think that's a super important piece. If it's hard to get people to like champion and, and champion the house, you might need to look for a different leader. Yeah. 
You know, you might need to be like, okay, this might not be it because if it's a constant fight, then something's behind that thing. I, I, I'm so grateful we don't face that. Yeah. But we will and we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I feel like we're in a good spot where we're not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's going character. When you get developed in the private, mm-hmm. your, your public life is fruitful. That's a shout-out to one of our pastors, Pastor Al. It's like he preaches on that all the time. Privately helpful, healthy, yeah. publicly fruitful. Yeah. Privately healthy, publicly fruitful. You cannot be publicly fruitful if you're not privately healthy. Yeah. So it's important. It's important, pastors, to teach that. Leaders, preach that. Develop your staff in that. Give them resourcing to do that. Help them. Like, help encourage them that, like, it's not the work that makes them who they are. Yeah. It's the stuff that they do when no one's watching that makes them who they are. Yeah. For sure. And again, just to reiterate, you're not always going to bat a hundred, but you're, oh. you're, I was listening actually to a podcast today and they said the people, the top five, um, NBA players that had the most misses in that list were Kobe, Michael and LeBron. And so you have to, nuts? you have to try to Shout make the out. shot. MJ is the greatest player of all time. By all times. I don't want anyone to argue. hundred percent agree. If you to this podcast <laughs> and you argue with that. Sorry, you not could, sorry. You could turn it off. <laughs> um, but you, you won't, you won't make shots unless you yeah. just are okay going. to take in some misses. So go out there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be deflated. If you've hired someone and it just didn't turn out well, mm-hmm. ask the Lord for wisdom. Ask the Lord to give you discernment on, on the next one and just keep going and raise. We have a responsibility leaders to raise our people, mm. like to raise them up. It is my job and my responsibility to raise our staff. What they do with that, that was revealed by character. But my responsibility mm-hmm. is to train, equip, teach, instruct, build the church, build the body, and just believe God to to, to do the rest. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's it for us today, y'all. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you all next time on our conversations with Ordinary Pastors.